0: Hi guys, today I'm gonna go over my goals in the short term and in the long term, both reselling and non-reselling. So stay tuned. Welcome to the Reseller Niche Podcast, a show for e-commerce buyers and sellers where we investigate unique items being bought and sold and show you how research equals knowledge equals profit. Welcome back, guys. So my name is Mo, and today I'm going to be starting with my um, current business goals and short-term goals. And we're going to lead into my long-term goals, uh, both non-reselling and reselling, non-business and business, however you want to call it. So let's get started. Uh, I talked a little bit about my background before reselling, in last episode and what led up to what started me, you know, reselling online, eBay, Amazon and everything. So I wanted to look forward now, uh, both short term and long term, like I said, to be honest, this is actually supposed to be the last episode. Um, but when I was doing it, it just got so long that I had to separate the two. Because Usually what I do is I sit down and I write these before I record them. And as I was writing that one, I could see it was getting longer and longer and longer and longer. And I try and keep these to around 20 minutes. And that one was already, I think it was like 34, 35 minutes, something like that. So anyways, I separated them. So that's what happened last time. So what are my short-term goals? So, um, well, uh, in the next day or so, I know I've been talking about this quite a bit. I'd like to finish redoing the inventory. Um I know I've been talking about that for weeks now, and it still hasn't finished. I've probably got about three quarters of the way, maybe, I don't know, nearly three quarters of the way, I'd say. Uh, I've been doing in sections. Um, I take certain tubs, go through them, double check. What's taking so long, to be honest, to redo everything is I've found, at the, at the beginning, I found some items that were no longer listed on eBay or Amazon or wherever. Now I'm finding a ton of items that I thought were listed that are not listed. And unfortunately, a lot of these are so old that I don't even have the pictures. Or, I mean, I thought that I did, or the pictures are just bad, and I don't want to use them again. So that's been slowing things down, and I have that separate death pile now. So that I, I'm going through that as well. So that's what I mean by cleaning up the inventory. I want to get through that brand-new death pile that I have of semi listed items or not listed at all items and get that. So anyways, in hindsight, I probably should have done this three months ago um, in the middle of summer. I, I know that we've had a strange year we'll say um, with COVID, but um, I should have done it earlier uh, because things are getting much busier. Anyways, uh, by the end of October, I'd like to be at 2000 listings on eBay and my main store consistently. I've been bouncing around between like 1,550, 1,600. I went up to 1,750. Right now as of today, I'm about 1,710. So it's I need to push. If I can just push up, what is it, 11, 12 days from now, um, if I can get up to 2,000 listings, which I know will be a push, but I have the inventory. I have a lot of the pictures taken already. So I just need to list, 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 and get up there. So that's... My main reselling short term goal. Um, Sales have been decent, uh, especially last week or so. They've been coming back. So I just need to keep on going. Um, One thing I have done um, is actually I've kind of pushed back on listing new items or uh, new listings on Poshmark and Etsy and Mercari. Everything, and I'm not going to list anything new there until probably the new year, I'm guessing. Um, what I have, what I'm going to do is I'm going to keep whatever I have up and just kind of keep monitoring it. Uh, I'm not going to take anything down, but I'm not going to push new listings there. Uh, only because, uh, my time is kind of getting stretched a little bit, um, more than I'd like, and I'd like to focus on eBay and Amazon. Um, and I do have Bonanza as well. I don't really count that hundred percent the same as the rest of them because you don't have to do as much. Um, you know, the listings are just there automatically and I just check it, you know, once a day, make sure I, there's nothing that I have to ship. So, um, also, uh, actually this kind of leads into my next point is I'm going to try and extend my day if possible. And by that, I mean, right now I get up at about 7am, but I, that's basically because the kids get up around that time. We all have breakfast and they're in school, e-school by about 7.45. That's when my day starts. Um, I think that's way too late. I mean, thinking about this again for months, uh, you know, me, master, procrastinator. uh, I just didn't execute on getting up earlier. So what I'm thinking now is 6 a.m. to start, see how it goes, see how much I get done and kind of go from there. Um, I've been recording these podcasts actually uh, last two, three weeks, Monday, Wednesday, Friday mornings. And usually, what I'll do is I'll write outlines before I record. And then, uh, which is actually at first I thought it was a time suck. It isn't really because what I do at the same time as writing out the outline is I write out the daily to do list, you know, so I can plan out my whole day and know what I'm going to do. Um, in my case, I'm kind of getting away from the business related stuff in the evening. So that's the goal at least. So I'm trying to do this uh, from usually this or last week was 7am to about 12 ish uh, noon time. Um, and then basically everything after that is kind of non-business related other than shipping and postings pre-made like Instagram posts that I made in the morning. So Um, what the goal is now is hopefully get up at 6am, I'll have an extra hour, so it'll be six hours at least, and then I can do what I like after that, and a lot of non-business related type stuff and I'm not held to, you know, oh I have to list this, oh I have to do that the only thing that might come out of that is obviously sourcing, depending on if something pops up out of that, you know, after 12 noon um, that that's one thing. And then obviously my shipping. Um, I like to do shipping after 9 p.m. because the kids are asleep. And, you know, 9 p.m., I know everything that needs to be shipped the next day by 9 p.m. Uh, so that's why I use that time. I'm um, Pacific Standard Time, we're in California. So, uh, again, if I can get everything done by 12 noon, another thing is because the kids are done with school between 12:30 1:50. 50. So after that, it's uh I'm dividing time, dividing my focus. Um, and I'd rather not do that. So that's the short term goal. Um and that's kind of all business related, reselling related. Um, if I can get that done in the morning, that'd be great. So I guess added to that, if I can get up earlier, six AM, I'm not sure if this will be enough time. Maybe I could fit in some kind of exercise, uh running. Uh we do have a treadmill which is I think broken, but uh, um, we, um, have a park that's probably about two, three blocks away and it's got a nice circular part around it. So I could run around that. I don't know how, I don't know if it's a half a mile or a mile the whole way around the park. So I could track it. If not about, uh, I'd say about five, six blocks away, there's a big soccer field park. Um, so, uh, I could go there too. And in the mornings, there's nobody there. So especially, uh, weekdays. I think it's only used mainly evenings and weekends. So what are my long term goals? Uh, reselling is great. And I like to be in reselling for a long, long time, but it's not the only thing that I want to do. Currently I'm still not full time. uh, Never really been full time. As I said, the last episode before, I ran a shipping store for years and I did reselling as well. Um, I'm not doing that anymore, but, you know, obviously I'm still reselling and I'm doing a few other things. Uh, actually, uh, once we moved, we moved up north here, uh, my wife and I were able to dabble a little bit in real estate. For what, has been about two, two and a half years now. We sold our place in the Bay Area and we're able to move up here into the Sacramento area and we purchased a few rental properties so that's been uh how would i describe that it's been a new thing to learn very a little bit scary especially at first Um, but we're getting used to it and it's something neither of us have done before so it's a real learning experience and it's turning out okay i think um usually you only have things to do a little bit at a time and a lot of time It's kind of hands off. So that's kind of good and bad, but uh, we kind of got lucky. Uh, We had uh, one of our locations had a tenant, one of them didn't. So we had to do the whole thing, advertising, getting a tenant in one side. And like I said, it's been good so far. We've been lucky, Uh, had some honest tenants and um, knock on wood, let's hope it continues. I mean, other than it being scary, like I said, it was a learning experience for us because um, obviously if you move, you move to a new place, you don't really know the locations. You don't know the area. You don't know, you know, the schools, the businesses, the, how the, you know, the traffic flow is, all that kind of stuff that you would kind of put into deciding on buying a place. Uh, so we didn't know any of that. So um, that was kind of, kind of felt a little bit like going in on, on blind, but I mean, I guess a lot of people, get uh, properties out of state out of country even. So uh, I guess I can't complain too far uh, too much because we weren't that far away. We're still in Northern California. So um, like I said, it's been good, good so far, though. So with that said, uh, my long term goal is to do more of this to invest in more properties. Uh, most likely residential uh, i'm not sure about business uh, commercial real estate but more like uh residential uh properties i'm not sure if it's all going to be in the same area though um and um we really really take our time in um like even with this one we i mean it felt rushed but we probably took at least i don't know six nine months <clears throat> researching to driving around areas you know finding out what we could Um, and even actually before we purchased that um, we dabbled with the idea of uh, the house that we're actually living in now instead of purchasing this we were going to buy the buy land or warehouse or something that has a warehouse or retail location attached or a big enough lot so we we could maybe build something or it just didn't work out, though. We didn't know the area enough. Um, we were scared because we didn't know the traffic flows. Uh, because in the Bay Area, I kind of knew, you know, this is busier. This is not. This is good school district, This is not. I mean, I, and you can look up stuff online. I like to find out by talking to people and just kind of witnessing it myself, though. So we just didn't feel comfortable. And we also didn't find thing in the right price range that had anything that had any of those features and was in a school district that was good. So we scrapped that idea. So that might be something we do in the future though. Um, it just felt too rushed. I think, especially when you're, you know, we'd already sold our own house and we needed, so we just didn't go that way. So, uh, actually another thing is that uh, a great thing actually is that my wife, my wife, uh, her, uh, expertise isn't in real estate but she seems to have a great eye for it like for example uh, our first home she was the one who bought that in turn term- and really picked it uh, really kind of scouted the area the location the everything around it and what, our original idea was find something they always say buy the smallest place in the, you know a nice big block it wasn't that it was more like a place that we could build up physically like and then upgrades and all of that kind of stuff, and an area that was in um, it was being revitalized in a sense. It's up and coming, so we were lucky. That turned out great. That's exactly what that turned out to be, and we're able to move on from that. So I kind of left it to her when we came when we moved up north because um, that just seems to be her uh, one of her uh, strengths. So I let her kind of deal with that, and I just kind of went with her. And so far, it's working out this second time as well. So my reselling goals, my long-term reselling goals. Uh, This is kind of an overview of what I'd like it to be. Uh, Basically, I guess I'm trying to think of my accounts as something that are sellable, uh, that you can... You know, somebody else can acquire from you. Um, but in order for that to be done, they'd have to be in not just in good shape, like cash flow wise, they'd have to be um, something that's streamlined and pal- palatable for a prospective buyer. And what do I mean that? In order to, you know, kind of streamline that, um, you'd have to be, I mean, I guess it's easier if you're like a wholesaler or a private labeler something like that so everyone can see exactly you know the ins and outs um because when you sell a business when you sell a business sorry um it's not just a profit and loss statement they look at especially when you're in a reselling business now i've never sold a reselling account or anything like that so i'm just going off stuff i've read i'm assuming it's similar to what you do when uh, you sell a normal business though They're going to look at the profit and loss statement, but like I said, more than just that, uh, they want to see, you know, your inventory, your debts, uh, what's your, and when it comes to reselling, it's going to be, what's your, what are you selling? How are you getting it? Who are your wholesalers? Who are your contacts? Do you have contracts with them? All that kind of stuff. Because if you don't have that, then it's kind of like, well, your numbers are great, but you're selling a bunch of one-off items, and it kind of looks like a death pile. Uh, You don't want that. You want something that's kind of cookie-cutter, in a sense. I hope I'm making sense there. What I'm trying to say is that uh, if I was to sell my eBay account or Amazon account, um, Amazon might be easier, because you can see everything, but eBay, especially with the way I get my inventory, would be difficult, because I'd have to explain, oh, okay, you know, I go here and there, and. Um, You know, it's like maybe not one off items, but one off buys, even if it's a thousand items, I'm not going back to that same person. How can somebody else come in and say, well, okay, well, where am I going to get those items from? You have them. What happens when I run out? So that's where you're thinking, okay, should I be a wholesaler or should I be a private labeler? Not that I really want to, but in terms of an end game for selling, it might be helpful. So that's kind of a long-term goal that made sense to kind of clean up the accounts, make them, um, more, um, palatable, I guess is the only word I can think of for a prospective buyer. Like when they look at your account, can they see exactly what you do, how you do it and you know, where you get your stuff from, et cetera. So, that's my long-term reselling goal: is to make my business. And this is something that's going to take years, because, like I said, I do a lot of thrifting. A lot of, um, a lot of my items are bought from lots of different places, and uh, unless I have, I don't know, a contact list or a supplier list, that's going to be difficult to explain to somebody else. So, aside from business-type goals, what are my other goals? Um, I guess um, it would come down to fitness a little bit, something I don't really. I'm not someone that works out. I'm not someone that does, has, you know, pre made meals and, you know, a, a set workout regimen, anything like that. But I should. So I guess a long term goal is weight drop, I would say. That would be the easiest one. Most obvious for me. I bounce between about 180 to 190 now. Um, If I could drop about, I don't know, this would be 20 to 30 pounds. So 160, that would be great. I know it's easy saying that. So uh, I guess the long-term food goal would be cutting out meat and sugar 100% from my diet. So um, again, that's easier said than done. So for me, for example, baby steps, that's the way I'm taking it. For example, I drink a lot of tea, milk and sugar in black tea bags. So, I'm gonna, I've been eliminating the sugar and the milk from those uh, um, cups of tea. And so, I either go black or green tea only. So, that's one of the things I'm doing. I really should have thought of this one a little bit more. It's not really fleshed out. So, maybe I'll, I'll um, come back to this one later. So, I'm starting to ramble now. So, I'm gonna stop, but I'd love to hear your thoughts. What are your short term goals? long-term goals, both both business reselling and non-reselling, non-business, uh, please leave us a comment. So, until the next one, thanks for listening to the Reseller Niche Podcast. Bye. Welcome to the Reseller Niche Podcast a show for e-commerce buyers and sellers where we investigate unique items being bought and sold and show you how research equals knowledge equals profit.